Blog Talk Radio. Last week, we talked about working from home and all of the things that are entailed in that. Well, we've gone into an era where working from home has become the norm, and there are many things that I think need to be discussed, which are very important. For instance, Looking to maximize your productivity while working remotely, it's not always easy. And even the most seasoned work-from-home employees can sometimes struggle. But luckily, we asked the career coaches at Flex Jobs for some of their best tips for working remotely and boosting productivity. So whether you're not working remotely due to the coronavirus pandemic, or just need a refresher, we put the advice and more into this list. For instance, tip number one, create a workspace. Rather than the idea of working from anywhere in the extreme, put some thought and perhaps a bit of investment into where you'll be spending your time. Dedicate a space as your home office. A central location puts work-related material at the ready and keeps things from getting lost around the house, saving valuable time and sanity. The area needs be fancy, but it should allow sufficient room to perform tasks. Pay attention to noise levels quiet areas, promote concentration, and convey professionalism when conversing via phone or video chat. When setting up your home office, locate it as far away as possible from common sources of noise, such as the television and the furnace. An office door that closes and a good pair of Noise-canceling headphones also work wonders. Watch the temptation to make do, which could ultimately impact your ability to perform. Pulling a dining room chair over the computer might seem like a cost-effective idea, but purchasing an ergonomic one that keeps you back from aching might prove to be a preferable routine. Better lighting, a faster internet connection, and a personal space heater, a fan, that are other potential-wise investments. What we're talking about here is 
how you set up your room. You need to think of it as your office and work with it in such a way that you are actually building and putting together all of the things that you will need. The idea being that when you're in your office, you're conducting meetings and you're doing your work, you need to make sure that just like your office, you don't have distractions, you need to do the same at home. If you have a family, make sure to keep that door closed and make sure to have your hours listed on the door so that your family knows that you cannot be disturbed unless you open the door for a break. Remote work tip number two, reduce distractions from your comfy couch and the nostalgic full of house binge watching session or playing with your pet pig. There can be endless distractions when you work from home. Explain to everyone in the household the importance of setting a closed office door. Get rid of temptations and close computer tabs not in use. Consider live browser or web browser plugins that block specific sites such as social media platforms during the time that you're working. Refrain from turning on the TV just for a minute and definitely don't install one near your work area. Keep a pad of paper next to the computer and not jot down extemporaneous thoughts and eliminate the fear that you'll forget something that you don't act upon right now. Now, here's the thing here. These are things that you did when you worked in an office. Another thing to think about is what if, remember there used to be office suites where you can rent a space as an office to meet with people even when you work from home. That may also be a suggestion of something that you can think about and how you can incorporate that into how you are doing your business. Always remember this, that it doesn't matter where you're working from. Here's another thing to think about, that the titles that you have in your office are very much the same. The difference is, it's like, think about it, a virtual assistant today was a secretary in an office. A web designer is also a graphic designer. So if you have certain skills, then you can always do them from home. And I can remember the latter part of the 20th century and the late 1990s. I needed someone to come to my home to work on my computer. And the person that I talked to that did it, he had worked for Earthlink. And what, he, what happened was when they did their big 60,000 people layoff, he was one of the people laid off. So what he did was he created his own agency. 
a computer agency or an internet marketing agency, a digital marketing agency, and he was building people's website for them. And he was also turning around and marketing that business for them and then doing a split of a 60 to 40 where he was doing the heavy lifting of the work to find the positions for the person who was the plumber. So there's always ways that you can create opportunities for yourself if you just know how to do it. These are things that we don't always plan for or even think about, but they are things to be considered in so many opportunities for yourself. Remote work tip number three, develop a routine. Being productive during your your workday takes some planning and a lack of structure can lead to a feeling of aimless, overwhelmed, or on call 24-7. Come up with a ritual to mark the start and the end of your workday. Such actions trigger your mind to get into the proper frame, signal work mode by enjoying a cup of hot tea in the morning while looking over your daily schedule. Clearly say to your brain, I'm done for the day. By changing your clothes at day's end, like a commuter arriving from home, get in the habit of creating tomorrow's to-do list before calling it a day while information is still fresh in your mind. Then you can jump right into the things upon your return instead of trying to remember where you left off. That's the biggest thing that I think people don't always think about is the importance of planning out your day the night before and always having a routine. Because when you get into a routine of getting up at a certain time and getting started at a certain time, it's like when I get up in the morning, the first thing I do is make my bed. Then I also have to use the CPAP for breathing. So that's the next thing I do is clean that and set that up. Then I have breakfast. But while I'm eating my breakfast is when I will quickly go through my emails from the, the night before. But it gets me set up so that I'm doing a routine. And then three days a week, the first thing I do is get up and get ready that I often go to the gym three mornings a week and come home in time that usually by, by 9.15, 9.30, so I can get to work. That way, it's a routine, it's developed, it sets my day. Often, like on Thursdays, when I don't go to the gym, first thing I do is go to the grocery store and get it done. Then, Tuesdays, I don't usually have anything planned unless that's usually time when I schedule my appointment to meet people or to go to the dentist or to go to the doctor. It's a set routine 
but it keeps me in a frame of mind that it lets me know exactly what I'm doing each day so that I'm aware of how and plans to make and exactly what to do. Utilize tools, whether you're tech-oriented or old-school. Play around with time management systems to discover what works for you. Use one central calendar for both professional and personal obligations, perhaps color-coded to promote readability. Errors will be less likely to occur, such as scheduling a client meeting or the same time as your kids' soccer game. Look into apps that meet specific needs. Get too caught up in tasks that take breaks. Try a fitness app that reminds you to stretch regularly. Need some extra motivation? Consider a productivity challenge app where you can gain or lose achievements based on your work habits. Use time blocking to challenge yourself to get more done. People sometimes find that working in 15, 20, or 25-minute chunks of time helps them stay focused and productive and ultimately get more done. Use the timer function on your phone or an old-fashioned kitchen timer to limit yourself to a time block every 30 minutes. Have a specific task that you want to complete in that time and challenge yourself to see how much you can get completed before the timer goes on. Here's a tip about this, this part. When you are putting together time management skills, using an app or using a day timer helps you plan out everything. For instance, I, because I have a disability, use paratransit. And they often will give you a window of 30 minutes before they plan to come and get you. So you have to figure that and plan that into your schedule, not just your travel time, that when you get somewhere, you go in, you get it done, and you come right home. Because when you're depending on someone else for transportation, you have to deal with how they run, and they have other clients. Or it may not be the same person who picks you up to take you home that took you there. So these are often some little things that you have to add into when you are managing your time effectively and plan for it. And the idea is when you're working, it's often best to get up and take a break for five or ten minutes. Even when you work on a phone in an office, they often give you that ten-minute break because it gets very tiring and very tedious and very boring to stay doing the same thing continuously for three, four, and five hours. And by taking that little break in between, it really helps you to adapt. Plan your interaction. Remember, 
that remote work is not synonymous with becoming a hermit. Socializing is vital to your mental health and your career. Find ways to stay in touch with colleagues. Arrive to conference calls early just to shoot the breeze. Become a regular or company chat platforms. Investigate alternate places to work on days when your home office seems lonely. The coronavirus pandemic has put a hold on visiting coworkers, spaces, coffee shops, libraries. But if you're still working remotely once these times can pass, these are options to consider. Maintain a satisfying social life outside of work. Schedule virtual happy hours with your friends and family or socially distant. Get together. This is often important for one simple reason. That every one of us needs socialization that depending on your personality, if you're a high D or a dominant personality, even at high I, where you like to interact with people, if you don't get those opportunities, that's often the reason during this time of this pandemic that people suffer from mental health issues or depression because they're used to getting out and interacting with people. And when they don't have those opportunities, that's when they start to feel emotionally. But if you're a steadiness, which is someone who likes to do things by the book and can sit there and do their work and concentrate on it, then it won't be as bad. And then you've got the person who questions everything, the conscientiousness, behavior pattern. But the thing is, depending on your behavior pattern, it often determines how much and how important those socialization skills are to you. And for so many people who don't have the same opportunity to do those things, they're the ones that are suffering the most. Start big and work your way down. No one likes to feel like there isn't enough hours in a day to accomplish all that you'd like to. So start big and work your way down. A quote wrongly attributed to Mark Twain goes like this. If it's your job to eat a frog, it's best to do it first thing in the morning. And if your job is to eat two frogs, it's the best thing to do one first. Simply put, if you have several tasks to do, tackle the biggest and hardest one first. That's even a, a productivity book called Eat That Frog. Remember the compound effect this theory says that to accomplish anything major, break it into smaller pieces that she can accomplish day after day. That consistent small effect 
adds up over time to a big result. The resets in the moment don't seem significant, but the results are massive. Check out the book by Darren Hardy and, and this YouTube video. Here's what we are saying. And often think about it this way. If you have an end goal, it can be really daunting. But if you break it down into different activities to do each day to reach that goal, then before you know it, it's not so daunting and it gets done. Here's another thing to think about. There can be things that you have to do for your business no matter what. Often think about it this way. One of the things that you really enjoy doing and one of the things that you really don't like doing. And the best way to get everything done is to get the things that you don't like doing done first. Because if you do those things first, then when you get to the things that you really, truly enjoy doing, then they're much easier to get done. Don't forget to take a break because we work from home. It can be easy to jump straight from work into home activities or vice versa. Leave time for white space during your day. If you're feeling overloaded, tired, stressed, or exhausted in one situation, don't jump right into the next. Take five minutes to sit quietly and breathe deeply outside if you can. Call it meditation or just taking a break. This sort of light space between work and home can help you to reduce stress and feel less crazed. Use your open tag for moments like Zen. Do you have dozens of tasks open during the workday? Use one of your open tags for a mediation reminder. Always have it open to a Google image. Search for something peaceful and serene. Try sunny beaches, snowy mountains, puppies, organized closets, whatever floats your boat. Rest your eyes. We work on computer screens a lot, and that puts us at risk for developing computer vision syndrome, which includes eye discomfort, headaches, blurred vision, dry eyes, and neck and shoulder pain. The American Optometric Association recommends following the 20-20-20 rule. Take 20 seconds breaks to look at something, not a screen, 20 feet away every 20 minutes. Bonus points if you get out of your chair and stretch. The biggest thing today is understanding that once your eyesight goes, then it really affects your ability to work. Because being able to see things, and if not being able to see them, you at least 
need to hear this. And there's software out there that you can use. <laughs> For instance, I actually use Dragon Naturally Speaking. And why do I use Dragon Naturally Speaking? Because I type with one hand. And the best way to get things done far more quickly is to open up the software and dictate what I'm going to say. That way, the software works and does what takes me three times longer to do. And we've said this already in here, but it's important to repeat. Taking breaks are important. How you feel, you have to move at least once an hour because your body can easily get sick. That's why it, there's such an importance to exercise and stretching anytime you sit for any length of time. Don't be afraid to disconnect. Even when we work from home, we find ourselves distracted by the outside world. Don't be afraid to disconnect from your needs to focus and produce. Turn email off when you need to do deep work. See your unread email counter tick up, up, up as you work on an important project. It's a huge distraction. It keeps you from deeply focusing on the things that you truly need to do. Closing your email program, even 30 to 60 minutes, can help you truly focus on the work at hand and ultimately get more done in less time. Don't check email first thing in the morning. Do this not as an option for everyone, but if you can, try not to check your email as your first work task of the day. Instead, tackle one thing that on your to-do list first, and then check emails. Checking emails first often throws us off track <laughs> as we start responding to other people's needs before our own. Put your own work priorities first by completing one important task before driving into the email rabbit hole. Remember this. One thing I do is I may check my emails, but that's because two-thirds of the emails are automatically deleted without even being open, mostly because they come and they're really nothing more than sales letters. If they're anything that has an article to them, that's when I keep them because it may be something that's new that I haven't read. And if it isn't new, then I automatically save it, but I put it somewhere where it's not going to be seen again. Always look for ways and things that you can cut back. And the last tip is that not every day needs to be perfect. We're only human. 
someday be a human means not getting it at all done. Having an off day, it's normal. Remote work is typically a highly productive way to work, and that's why it may feel even worse to have a day where your productivity isn't at its maximum. Some days we're going to make mistakes, feel unfocused, and be off our game. The occasional off day isn't uncommon, so look at it and and make sure that it becomes a trend. Do your best work. Whether you're new to working remotely or you've been doing it for years, the work-from-home tips can help anyone maximize their workday when they work at home or anywhere. Here are some things to think about. Now, Remember, you can go to my website, and that website is the number one, personalcareercoach.com, and you can sign up to get individual coaching, or you can take some courses to learn how to improve your skills. (laughs) 